Good morning, all, and welcome to this morning's encounter with the Lord. This is Russell, your host. How are we all this morning? Good morning, Russell. Good, good morning, morning, everyone. Good morning, Let me say good morning, Father. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. Lord, we thank you for today, a new day. We thank you that you bless us with restful sleep. We reflected on that yesterday. That it is vain to wake up early and to sleep late. Only to eat the bread of sorrow. But you give the ones that love you and the ones that you love, you give a peaceful sleep. And we thank you, Lord, that you wake us up again. That you keep that breath alive in us. It is your mercy and your grace upon our lives. There is nothing that we deserve, that we have done to deserve waking up this day. And yet, Father, you look upon us with eyes of love. We thank you, Lord, for the fact that every organ in our body works well. We thank you that there is a roof over our head today protecting us against extreme weather, wherever in the world we are. We thank you, Lord, that you have blessed us with family, with friends, people that are close to us, that love and care about us. We thank you, Lord, that you continue to call us by name, that you have not given up on us, but you continue to work with us by your Spirit to lift us up out of all darkness that is lying within, no matter how dark it seems. You gradually illuminate and patiently wait working with us at our pace, not your pace of revival. So that as we learn more about you and your word, about your ways that are high above our ways, and as you open up that understanding into our hearts, pour your wisdom and teach us and guide us along your way, Father. There is more and more illumination coming into our lives where there is some part of that darkness that we will wave goodbye to permanently. And we keep on growing by your mercy. We thank you, Lord that you continue to show your favor on our lives. That even when we don't see you, you are working. Even when we don't realize it and we keep asking the question, God, where you are, you are still working. In all the times where everything seems to be shaken, where there is a doubt seeking to creep in, yet you grant us that measure of faith and ask us to hold on. We thank you, Lord, that you are merciful. We thank you for your love. And we thank you that you keep us close to you. That you do not let us fall apart. We thank you, Father. And as we make our prayer this morning, Lord, we share that same peace and the joy that you pour into our hearts every single day. We share it with all those that are part of this prayer meeting and praying family. We share it with Christians everywhere that do not yet know you personally, with all those that do not want to know you. And we share it, Lord, with all those that we are lifting up in our prayer this day and those that have no one to pray for them. We offer our faith and our prayer to stand in that gap, Lord, so that when you call on us to pray even for someone unknown, we willingly pray knowing that we are standing in that gap, assisting you, O Holy Spirit, that you might bring about 
some transformation in their lives as well as ours at the same time. We thank you, Father. As we make a prayer, we call on your name, the name of our maker, our creator, the great I am, the Holy One of Israel, the rabbi of all ages, the ancient of days. And we pray in the name of your son, Jesus, the one who came to bring peace, peace, redemption, salvation into our lives, that we might no longer be under bondage. He is the author and the finisher of our destiny, and that is what we will reflect on today. He is our wonderful counselor, our prince of peace, the mighty God, the everlasting father, the door, the sheep gate. He is the Lord who heals. And we pray in the name of his spirit, the spirit of the living God, the one who moves at your spoken word, Father, to bring about creation into existence of things that do not physically appear. You call them into existence and you teach us how to do that as well, Lord. We pray in the name of your spirit who quickens us, who grants us revelation, who opens our eyes to see your truth, that that truth might set us free. We pray by that spirit, the spirit of liberty, the father of all spirits, the seal of the age to come, the scepter of the king of kings. And we thank you, Father, that you have blessed us with the gift of your word, your spirit, and the gift of prayer, where we can raise an order, connect earth to heaven, and authorize your permission, Lord. Permit, give you permission, authorize you to step into our circumstance and to take over. We thank you that you have blessed us with angels and with destiny helpers, with every resource that we need in the heavenlies and in the earth realm to bring your ways, your will to come to pass in our lives. We thank you, Father, that you do not hold any of that back. You are ever willing to bankrupt heaven as well for that hundredth sheep that you refuse to leave behind. We thank you, Lord. For your love. And as we make our prayer and our reflection this morning, I cover and seal every word we speak, every prayer we make, as well as every person that is part of this prayer meeting and every member of every family that is part of this prayer group. By the precious blood of Jesus. We put on our angels and dispatch them on assignments in accordance with your holy and perfect will for each of our lives, Lord. We call the angel of the Lord to encamp about each of us to protect and keep us safe from harm, sin, danger, accident, injury, pilfering, theft, hijacking, terrorism, any kind of natural disasters and any form of spiritual attacks. We declare the blood of Jesus is our protection. And I command angelic protection and declare divine exemption in the mighty and all-powerful name of Jesus over this your family, Lord. This Holy Spirit Brisbane prayer group. We also herald the power in our spoken word as we proclaim your word, Lord, from Isaiah 55, verse 10 and 11. It says, As the rain and the snow come down from heaven, and do not return to it without watering the earth and making it bud and flourish, so that it yields seed for the sower and bread for the eater, so is my word that goes out of my mouth this day. 
it will not return to me empty but will accomplish the what i desire and achieve the purpose for which i sent it and send it in faith in the name of jesus thank you lord for the power of life on our tongue and thank you for the discernment to choose life to choose to speak life in every situation that we must speak into so thank you lord and today we reflect on the importance of keeping our eyes focused on jesus and this was a message given to me yesterday from the lord by his faithful servant let that faithful servant's family be blessed in every way in the name of jesus that they shall never lack lord that every doubt and every question they raise let it be answered in your way to satisfaction in the name of jesus hebrews 12 verse 2 says now in verse 1 he is paul spoke about running the good race and while we're running that race he says looking away from all that will distract us let our focus let us focus our eyes on jesus who is the author and perfecter of faith and the amplified version goes on to explain this author and perfecter where it says the the first incentive for our belief where he starts to write faith into our life that is the initiator and then he is the one who brings our faith to maturity that's a perfecter and that is a journey that each of us must undertake and just like when you see a person exercising in the gym building up on muscle strength stamina it only comes when you endure you cannot pray the growth of muscles on your body you cannot sit and expect that it will grow that exercise in our case spiritually is a prayer of faith and our testing the more endurance the greater that faith can be if we are willing to hold on but in all of that he says keep your eyes focused on me do not lose sight and remember that and the bible says he will only let us be tempted up to what we can take and along with that he will give us a path of escape as well so that we can tap out so why focus on jesus it says look away from all distractions that's what that verse 2 said hebrews 12 verse 2 look away from all that will distract us so what distraction more often than not this distraction is emotional stress when we are under pressure and things don't look to be going the way we would want them to be the way we would hope for it to be or it still isn't aligned with what you are praying in line with what you praying for it is also visual distraction where there is temptation in either case it says look away don't focus on it 
when we do, then the eye becomes a doorway, an entrance to our heart to receive that negative information. And if we indulge receiving that negative information, then it can affect or stir your faith in the wrong direction. Not stir in this time, it will be shaken. So the Bible says you don't let anything or anyone steal your faith. Keep focused on Jesus and look away from everything else. Remembering that he is the author and the finisher. And then just as the, uh, Revelations 19 verse 11 says, he is called faithful. He will not turn his back on you. And we touched on this yesterday as well when we saw, unless the Lord builds your house, you might end up working in vain. If he doesn't have any part in it to play. It's important for us to stay there, let him take over. And keep our eyes focused on him at all times. Let's look at an example of how a man can lose focus and fall. And a classic example the Bible gives us is that of Peter in Matthew chapter 14 when you read from verse 22 onwards. When Jesus came walking to the disciples who were in a boat, he came walking on the water just before dawn. And Peter asked him, if it is you, Lord, call me to you. And he said, come. So Peter jumped out of the boat and he started walking on the water. Until he looked at Jesus, he was above the water, standing and walking on it. But as soon as he got distracted, his focus shifted. He saw the wind. He looked around. He realized the water was deep and he was afraid and began to sink. How does a man who was walking on water all along, literally walking on his miracle, suddenly start to fall? And that's our journey. For most of us, when we are praying for a certain outcome, we keep walking that distance, holding on to our faith until a certain time. And then suddenly, when the pressure starts to turn up, and more often than not, the closer you get to him, the pressure will keep increasing. Because as soon as you touch him, that miracle will complete. The pressure will keep increasing. You might be experiencing this in your personal place of prayer with your challenges as well. The further you walk towards him, the longer you are walking on water, the stronger does the wind around get. Until you have crossed that point where that wind can no longer distract you because you are now only focused on him. And that's the message for all of us today. This was the message for me. So I wanted to share it with all of you. Keep looking at him and keep walking in faith, knowing that you are walking on water. You cannot fall down until you shake or change your focus. This is what shifting our focus can do in our lives as well. When it introduces fear and doubt, when it tries to reason with us on our circumstances, they try to get you involved into a discussion in your mind about the circumstances where everything looks like no hope, nothing can come out of it. And that's all they want you to believe. 
want you to see in the physical, not in the spirit. Because in the spirit, you are still walking on water. And no one else but you can shake you from that position. Soon as we lose that faith and keep focusing on the physical, then we begin to sink. We give in to those storms, those challenges, those problems in our lives. And that's where miracles can often get aborted. It is important to look at other, way, other ways to hold on to that faith. If required, pray with someone else. Jesus prayed for the disciples as well just before his passion when he said, I have prayed that your faith not lose. So for me, yesterday, this was a reminder in all spiritual battles to keep on walking that walk. So is it for each one today if you experience a similar thing. If you are going through challenges, this is a reminder. Hold on to your faith. Keep walking that walk on the water. When you are surrounded by storms, don't lose sight of Jesus. We keep focused on him. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray. For that renewing of mind, Lord, we ask for the grace of constant renewal of mind for when these kind of circumstances, situations keep advertising their possibilities, their potential outcomes of fear and of doubt. We ask for that grace, for that strength in our hearts, Lord, that our faith be stirred up, that our mind, we continuously keep on renewing. We keep on renewing it so that even though the eyes seem to feel like they are getting distracted by all sorts of things happening around, we bring them back, we train them once again to focus on Jesus. Through that faith, Lord, you have given us that measure of faith. We ask for that measure, Lord, to be replenished in each of these lives today. That our faith is further strengthened. That our convictions are even more bold. And that our eyes are focused on you and you alone, Jesus. Knowing that you are the provider. Knowing that one person plus Jesus is equal to all possibilities of outcomes through a miracle. But one person without Jesus, that equation fails. Romans 8.28 can no longer work. We ask, Lord, for that edification in our spirits of rebuilding our faith today, strengthening our conviction today. And Lord, the grace to renew our minds continuously. We ask for that edification in our spirit today, Lord. And as we pray for spiritual edification, we also pray for our spiritual and our temporal needs, those of our families and our friends. We pray for all those that are battling all kinds of sickness and disease. Those that are hospitalized will undergo any kind of procedures today, Lord. We pray for all families that are embattled, that are facing division and separation. We pray for all those that are battling all kinds of strongholds and altars in their lives, especially that of prayerlessness, busyness, ignorance and poverty. 
every yoke of the enemy that seeks to keep your people in stagnation. We pray against all those, Lord. We declare the blood of the new and eternal covenant against them. Let every such obstruction that stands in the way of the destinies of your called, that that be broken now, destroyed, we crush it by the blood of the eternal covenant. We call on a performance of that new and eternal covenant, Father. And the covenant that you made with our father Abraham in faith, where you said, I will bless those who bless you and I will curse those who curse you. We stand in that lineage through our spiritual DNA of faith and we claim that covenant on our lineage in the name of Jesus. We pray also, Lord, for our own personal needs, those of our families and our friends, especially those that are not yet saved. Father, we thank you that you have heard us, that you always hear us. And as we release our faith and our prayer, making this our prayer of agreement with each other in the spirit, as we agree as touching upon it, Lord, we stand firm on the promise Jesus gave us that my Father in heaven will do that for you. So we hold on to that in faith, Lord, and we say, Amen, let it be so. I encourage all those that can pray in the spirit using the gift of tongues to unmute and join in. Those are asking for that gift. Release your tongue and your faith. Ask the Holy Spirit to take over. Let us now make our prayer in the Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit.
Clothe your people, Lord. Place that signet of authority on their finger. That these your children be raised up, who were once lost and now are found. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Scripture I've been given this morning is from Ephesians 1, 15 to 18. For this reason, because I have heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus and your love towards all the saints, I do not cease to give thanks for you, remembering you in my prayers, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give you a spirit of wisdom and of revelation in the knowledge of him, having the eyes of your hearts enlightened, that you may know what is the hope to which he has called you, what are the riches of his glorious inheritance in the saints. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. We have a couple of scriptures shared in the chat. The first one is from Jeremiah 24, verse 7, quoted from the International Standard Version, where it says, I give them the ability to know me, for I am the Lord. They will be my people and I will be their God when they return to me with all their heart. And the second one is from 1 Corinthians 10 verse 13. Quoted from KJ 21 where it says, There has no temptation taken hold of you but such as is common to men. But God is faithful. He will not let, he will not suffer you to be tempted beyond that which you are able to bear. But with the temptation, will also make a way to escape that you may be able to bear it. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. We are being blessed by these morning encounters, brothers. Have your powerful reflections, daily divine mercy and rosary sections, and the Bible study sessions on Fridays. Please share links for Zoom and YouTube. That's the same link for all of these sessions. So, with your friends and family, share it so that they can receive of the same blessing that you do. Alternatively, if they can't make these live sessions, you can point them to the recordings on Zoom. Sorry, on our YouTube page, on our Facebook page, as well as on our Spotify podcast page. Also, a reminder about a Bible study session for tomorrow. This is the third part in our series on emotions, where we are learning how to deal with emotions, how to take authority over emotions, living by faith and not by emotions. And finally, how to master emotions with joy and peace. This series will help us to learn how to master our emotions instead of having emotions govern our lives.
We shall post links on all our channels. Please share them with family and friends. Invite them. We also have another scripture that has been shared in the chat in the meanwhile. This is from Hosea chapter 2, verse 19 and 20, quoted from the Amplified Version, where it says, And I will betroth you to me forever. Yes, I will betroth you to me in righteousness and justice, in steadfast love and in mercy. I will even betroth you to me in stability and in faithfulness. And you shall know, recognize, be acquainted with, appreciate, give heed to, and cherish the Lord. Amen, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Under the mercy and the grace and the peace of our Lord Jesus Christ and his favor that comes out of his jealous love for us, chases and overtakes us. Let that be multiplied in each of our lives this day so that as we are blessed, let us in turn go out and be a blessing to everyone around us in the name of Jesus and for his glory. Be blessed and have a wonderful day, everyone. Thank you, Russell. God, Thank bless, you, Russell. God, God bless everyone. God bless everybody.